Welcome to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Each week, we'll be bringing you conversations about the mission of the Salvation Army right here in East Tennessee. For more information about the show and the work the Salvation Army is doing here in Knoxville, Tennessee, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org forward slash BTS. Or you can visit SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. Yes, it's another episode of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. My name is Ron. I am your host, and I am so glad to be sitting here at this very large rectangle table. With If you haven't seen the large rectangle table, it'll be in the picture uh, that we include with this episode. So you can check that out at our website at SalvationArmyRadio.org. And it is a big table. Yes, it is a big table. Now, I've got some good news, actually. <laughs> I do some of my best work yeah? at rectangle tables. So do you? Yeah. Wow. I think he's talking about dinner, but <laughs> this is different than that, although you might say it's good eating. So uh, today on this episode of the Salvation Numbers Behind the Shield, we have with us the not elusive. But we're still going to say elusive every <laughs> single episode. I can't help it. It's so much fun. It becomes now part of your title. Yep. Janine Eckhart, a.k.a. Beans. Oh. She's here. And please, a round of applause for our, uh, for our co-host. Thank you very much. Also with us today is the not elusive. And see, <laughs> I'm sorry. It Go is ahead. the Corps Officer Sergeant Jeff Clark. Yeah, it's good to be here. Oh, yay. We actually got a little bit of a hand. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us today. Sergeant Clark, we are very excited to have you here with us. And the reason why is because we're going to talk about in this segment something that many people are not aware of when they think of the Salvation Army. Because most people, and we even did a, we even did a brand analysis a couple of years ago, that analysis told us that the people at large, the public at large, the folks, the you know, everyday folks that know the Salvation Army brand and everything, they love us. They love the Salvation Army, but they have no idea why. And so that was really the data that we got. And so they recognize us at kettle season. They see the kettles. And many of them will say, yeah, they, they help people. But there is one aspect of the Salvation Army that people are not aware of. And that is that we are a church. We're actually a denomination. And I'm going to let you cover the theological stuff, you know, and all of that. And, and, and you know, But before we get to that part, yes, can you please just give us a brief, here's Sergeant Jeff Clark, or here's Jeff. Who are you? Know? you? Yeah. Who am I? Who are you? Well, uh, my name is, I was not born Sergeant Jeff Clark, just Jeffrey. So that's Clark. not your Christian name, Sergeant no, Jeff Clark. Not. Yeah, the, the sergeant was tacked on a little bit later. Okay. Um, but I'm originally born in Montreal. What? Raised in Canada. You that's ain't American? Right. I am not. I am not. And. Uh, <laughs> He's a Canadian. But, uh, That's all right. We love you anyway. So. I, I was not unfamiliar with the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. I know you talked about uh, that, I don't, and I almost feel like I'm jumping right into it. It's okay. Skipping over myself. Please don't skip over yourself, no. though. You're a very important uh, part of this. <laughs> well, yes. I'm, I'm one-third of this table if you, here. If you were not here, people would show up on Sundays, That's and there would be no one there. To Some, greet them or anything. So. Someone would come. Well, that's true. Absolutely. I mean, actually, I think you we've know, got a lot of wonderful people. Janine but, uh, Beans. Yeah. I'm grateful to be a part of it, but I w- I'll uh, <laughs> save that for a second. I was born in Montreal. Okay. Um, so I lived almost half of my life now in mm-hmm. Canada. Okay. Uh, and then, as they say, if you make the, the story short, I met a girl. <laughs> and uh, wow. she, yeah, she was from Georgia. Yeah. I fell in love. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, 
we ended up getting married and uh, so (laughs) from then on i was born in montreal i was reborn again in uh in a very human way in winston-salem north carolina i got you so okay uh so i love the south i i feel very at home in uh the appalachian mountains and uh um if I'm not here at the core, yeah. I'm either uh, hiking somewhere or maybe thinking about hiking somewhere. <laughs> so I love I love being outside. Okay. Uh, and uh, on days like today, they can't see it, but it's our first day, I think, in the 70s, maybe mm-hmm. the second day mm-hmm. second after 70s, spring. Yeah. And uh, man, what a beautiful day. And so I came mm-hmm. into work today and I'm like, maybe I'll finish early. And yep. go ride your bike and with your boys. Yeah, go ride my bike, get outside. <laughs> and then Ron's like, hey. Let's let's uh, talk on the radio. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? And so I I mean, but let me tell you, there is nothing better that I would rather do. Yeah. Than than be here. Oh wow. I don't know if I at believe this that, table. But yeah. You know. <laughs> He may be exaggerating just a little bit, but that's okay. Wow. You, you, you make you, you. Part of your profession is public speaking, so it's okay. It's it's all right for you to to you know embellish a little bit. However. Yesterday evening, when I left here, because the days are longer, with yes. the time change, all that stuff, I went fishing. Okay. So my question to you, yes, you may love the outdoors, but do you fish? Do I fish? You know, not a lot. Oh, my gosh. Actually. I'm uh, not sure how to feel about that. That's right. We'll come back to that. Okay. So let's okay. move on. <laughs> we know a little yeah. bit about Jeff. We know, you have, uh, we know you have a wife because you mentioned her. She's how you got to the States. That's right. And, and you have children. Two beautiful boys. Two beautiful boys. Yeah. All right. And, and that, so I have met them. Yes, and that they. <laughs> yeah, no. I love the, That's I love the true. enthusiasm. Yes, I have. Well, yeah, especially my younger one. Yeah. He makes his presence known. They're everywhere. energetic boys. Yeah. Absolutely, they I, are boys in the full sense of the word. Yeah, I also have two sons, uh, very close in age, about a year and a half apart. So I get that. Um, yes, the second one yeah. is always eager to get someone's attention. Yeah. Always. <laughs> Yeah, last night we were out uh, playing basketball until the sun set. They dragged me out, and I said, all right. it's That's you know. awesome. That's great. <laughs> but, I mean, with beautiful weather like this, you really can't, you know, not yeah. be mm. out there. A Absolutely. Bit well, one of the things that, that people do not know about the Salvation Army most yes. of the time is that we are actually a church. Um, originally, the, the mission of the Salvation Army was to preach the gospel, and and they did that out on the street, you know, not not so organized. And we're a little more organized nowadays than they were in the beginning when William Booth first, you know, started. I'm going to let you cover, though, the areas of our ministry that are church-focused, church-related, and, uh, and what most people would see as just a regular church on Sunday, you know. So I'm going to let you cover that, what our belief system is, that kind of thing, our theological background. Okay. Well, I mean, historically, um, it, it was a mission. They were going mm-hmm. out to, to save people salvation was their uh central goal um but uh uh, it wasn't enough just to save the man we had to help the whole person right and so the motto became soup soap salvation that's right and it was this idea that we couldn't just attend to some of the needs of mankind that we were uh commissioned by god and uh to this day, salvationists hold to that very same belief yeah. that all things are done in the name of Jesus Christ. And so we offer them Jesus. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, we recognize their other needs as well. And so we're trying to save the whole man, woman, child. Yeah. Yeah. 
yes. and, and provide them all those things in Jesus' name. So we're blessed to do that. Yeah. Um, part of that is faith community. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where church comes in. I don't think it was their initial design, but all of these people that were uh, coming saved by the revivals that they would have, um, they did not have a church home, did not feel comfortable in other uh, churches. Yeah. And the Salvation Army became their de facto place of worship. Yeah. And uh, for us today in Knoxville, um, the Salvation Army Church operates in the same way. It's an yeah. offering of community for those, uh, for anybody, I should say. It's for anybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, we are mindful that some people just don't feel comfortable in other places and so we are so blessed to offer an expression of the body of jesus christ that says come as you are be the person that god has created you to be and uh, find a community and um there's a little phrase i i just think of um and it's this idea of a beloved community where each person is stamped with the image of uh that they are the beloved. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they, they get that. That's for them to receive because mm-hmm. God is continually sending that out to each one of us. And yeah. so I just find myself a small part of that, uh, that uh, you know, offering. Yeah. You know, I say, all right, Jesus, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my part to make sure that the people that are in front of me are uh, beloved. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up in uh, Canada, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, the the church aspect of the Salvation Army is not as well known, mm-hmm. but where I uh, part of part of my growing up was in Newfoundland, Canada, yeah. and every I mean there's hundreds of these little tiny towns of one to five thousand people, mm-hmm. and there's most of these towns will have a couple of things. Yeah, they will have you know like a place for someone to go eat a little corner store. Yeah, and they'll probably have a little Salvation Army Corps there. Yeah. All right, the Salvation Army and the the my dad is a Pentecostal pastor and um and I grew up in the Pentecostal church in Newfoundland right. but but I recognized that there was all these little Salvation Army corps yeah. and little Pentecostal churches yeah. and so these uh denominations worked hand in hand yeah. to to meet the needs and to uh, love on these little tiny communities. Yeah. And so me, it's funny, growing up in one denomination, but I fell into the other. Or I shouldn't say fell. <laughs> um, sometimes it feels, you know, when you're you're you following God's direction, sometimes we kind of like stumble mm-hmm. into... Yeah. From uh, our perspective. Where, that's stumbling. right. Yeah. You know, God is fully leading. I mean, uh, of course, me being in, uh, you know, the United States was never my intention. That's sad. But... <laughs> but, but okay. Uh, yeah, Clearly, a, God wanted I was living God such an awful life before. But uh, no, no. But but uh, God directs you to where He wants you to go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I very much feel like I was stumbling, but God had full control of right. everything, and and uh, lovingly directed me uh, into, uh, ministry here yeah. and in the Salvation Army mm-hmm. where some might feel uncomfortable. Oh, the Salvation Army has a church. I'm like, um, I've not only no, I don't only know that the <laughs> Salvation Army is church, but I've seen 
and experienced beautiful expressions yeah. of Salvation Army worship in cores, yeah. just like churches. Yeah. And so uh, to some may feel unnatural going from one to the other. It's something that I felt comfortable, very natural with, and uh, uh, just incredibly blessed that I've uh, found a place here in Knoxville. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah. Well, we're glad you're here, yeah. too. And we are glad you're here, Jeff. Not Sergeant Jeff. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, each new thing that the Lord does becomes a part of our testimony. Yeah. And uh, that's just a tiny little snippet. I've left out a lot of detail. That's okay. And we have time. It, just, <laughs> it, it seems like it's circled around a lot, but um, this is uh, coming to Knoxville, back into the mountains, mm-hmm. where... Um, I mean, Sarah and I loved when we were in Winston-Salem and, yeah. and coming back to <laughs> where, you know, where we feel uh, God's presence, yeah. you know, has been just Well, Tennessee is better wonderful. for a number of reasons, <laughs> one of which is no state income tax. I just have to mention that okay. there's no state income tax in Tennessee. So if you're out there and you'd like there to move to East Tennessee, that's just one more reason to do it, other than the fact that it's just gorgeous here. Um, so that being said, if someone were to hear this and think, hey, I don't really have a home church right now. Maybe I should try the Salvation Army Church. Tell us when they can find services here at the Salvation Army. Uh, services are at 11 o'clock on Sundays. We okay. have Sunday school at 10 a.m. Okay, uh, That's at our facility, 409 North Broadway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're really easy to find right yeah. off Highway 40. I can, uh, If I could turn to my right, I probably could see it out the window. That's how close we are. <laughs> yep, yeah, you can hear um, it. <laughs> we can hear it. <laughs> that's right. That's that silver lining right there. But uh, And so uh, for anyone that is interested, uh, I would say come. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, especially uh, <laughs> I find that God directs people to where they need to be. Yeah. And so all I want to do is affirm the voice of the Lord uh, that <laughs> yeah. is that is urging, right? We don't. Yeah. I, f- I always feel, and and uh, being in ministry, Ron, you know this, mm-hmm. Janine, you know this. Before any of us ever show up, God has already started His work, yeah. Yeah. and so Absolutely. we kind of just <laughs> come in, okay, and we we say, Lord, what are you doing, and how can I help? Yeah. Um, Isaiah chapter six, when Isaiah receives the call of the Lord, it's a voice that asks him a question, whom shall I send? Mm -hmm. And very much in my life, I've experienced that same thing where I have to say, okay, I respond. Yeah. Yes, Lord, send me. Yeah. And, uh, so if anyone hears this, I, I would say that if you are hearing the voice of the Lord, well, you know what? I something in this moves me. Yeah. I feel the presence of Lord. I feel the Holy Spirit, or or something just calling me. I say, yeah, do it. I just want to <laughs> be that person to say, yeah. If God is saying that, then I am also agreeing. That's right. Yes and amen to We're that. We're not pushing people to do anything. We no. just want to give you a nudge if you're already hearing from the Lord. And yes. uh, we're going to need to go to a break here in just a second. But Beans has something she'd like to say before we go to that break. Oh. I was going to ask Sergeant Jeff, um, do we have stuff throughout the week? What do we have going on throughout the <laughs> wait week? A minute, wait Sergeant a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We do, you know what? We're going to have to go to this break. Okay. And then so, we will, we're actually going to have a devotion when, sorry, when we come back. But for those of you that are waiting on pins and needles to hear this. Ron changed his mind <laughs> about me talking. There is a Sunday morning service, 11 o'clock a.m. every Sunday morning. 
And that is, where is it at? 409 North Broadway. 409 North yeah, that's Broadway. right. 409 North Broadway. Wow. So you, <laughs> for Sunday, 11 a.m., 409 North Broadway. You can visit church right here at the Salvation Army. We would love to have soldiers in this army. If you yes. have questions about it, you or can call us visitors. at 865-525-9401. Or you can always find information about us at our, at our website at SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. We will be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. Maybe I can say something next. Um. Oh, gosh. I didn't know. She's never prepared. No, She's he does that. She's never prepared. <laughs> he knew that I didn't have my headphones on. It's so Janine Eckhart, the co-host of the Salvation Army's Behind wow. the Shield, a.k.a. Beans, who is what? Never prepared. Who didn't have her headphones on. <laughs> so here we are again. We are back with more of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Again, I'm your host, Ron Day, and also co-host Janine Eckhart, a.k.a. Beans, as well as Sergeant Jeff Clark, who is with us. And Hello. He is, he is going to be providing us today with our weekly devotion. Sergeant Clark? Amen. Uh, if I could read a passage of Scripture. Um, I'm going to be reading from John chapter 1. It says this. It says, in the beginning, from the New Living Test, uh, uh, Translation, I should say, in the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness can never extinguish it. And uh, this Sunday, I am going to be preaching on Jesus being the light. Mm-hmm. And uh, as, as you prepare, sometimes you just scribble down some notes and you think, well, maybe I won't use this, <laughs> but it's just good to know. Yeah. And uh, in my reflections on that, sometimes you, you, uh, things are translated a little differently. Mm-hmm. And you try to get a full picture of what is being said. And so this, pa- this verse in particular, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. It was one of those verses, I'm like, wow, man, that is, that is a very, that. Feel, yeah, very powerful word for today. Yeah. Uh, just the idea that we, uh, um, I think all of us experienced personal darkness, mm-hmm. But we we bear witness to darkness in the world, yeah. And uh, um, in this passage, it says the darkness can't extinguish the light. Mm-hmm. But I thought, well, you know, uh, how how can we fully understand can't extinguish it? And so I thought I'd uh, pull up another another uh, translation to see yeah. just uh, how fully uh, they they try and explain not extinguish it. Mm-hmm. And so in the King James Version, it says that the darkness can't comprehend the light. Right. In the New Living uh, Testament, it, of course, it says can't extinguish. The NIV says that the darkness hasn't overcome it. Yep. Right. The Amplified Version says it doesn't understand or overpower or appropriate or uh, is unreceptive to the light. Mm-hmm. Young's Living Translation says that it can't even perceive the light. Wow. The message tells us that it can't put it out mm-hmm. and that the New American Standard says it can't even grasp the light. 
Yeah. And so there's about 12 to 15, I, did, I didn't <laughs> count it there, of, of ways wow. that the darkness in its own way is trying to encroach upon. Look at that, I, I just pulled out another one. Yeah. But it can't even touch the light. There is yeah. no way whatsoever, ooh, I got shivers here, to just considering that the darkness has tried and will never, yeah. didn't, hasn't and won't yeah. touch the light of Jesus That's Christ. Great. And uh, as we are, um, uh, Palm Sunday is coming up. I'm not sure when this will be mm-hmm. uh, posted or whatever, but it's a good reflection nonetheless. Yeah. Um, that we reflect at darkness's worst try mm-hmm. to extinguish the light of Jesus. Yeah. And even in the darkest moment, there was no way, no how, that Jesus would ever be extinguished. The light was, is, from uh, from creation all the way to today, mm-hmm. to eternity. Yeah. Lighting up the world. That's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that out today. Um, I, I liked the, I like what you gave it there with the uh, uh, hasn't, won't, wait a minute, hasn't, isn't, and won't. Uh, both the past, present, and future um, context there. I like that. Um, many times I think we don't really, uh, we read Scripture, but we forget, we don't take into account the context in which it was written or maybe the intent that it might have had when it was written. And the book of John is, is I, in the past, if I've been speaking to someone who's a fairly new Christian, I always point them to the book of John just because it's, of the four Gospels, it's it's not one of the synoptic Gospels. It's a kind of a, on its own, but man, it's got everything in it uh, from beginning to end. But I love the, the context that you gave it, that we can view that through a lens of past, present, and future. That that light that was Jesus Christ uh, now shines in us. Yeah. So I love that, man. Thank you very much for our devotion this week. Uh, Beans, you have anything you'd like to comment on this week's devotion? I, I mean... I don't want to say the same as you, but I mean, I, I was, I was, Why not? Did I, say I was thinking <laughs> along those, along those lines. And I like, I was reading the different uh, translations mm-hmm. as you read them. And it's just, it's just powerful. Yeah. Like it's such a short verse, but it's so powerful, especially when you're going through darkness, mm-hmm. like, and you just think about it, like uh, this, like it isn't darkness. Yeah. Well, he mentioned we all experience personal darkness. Yes. And and when he brought that out, that hit home for me because um, I am one who has in the past struggled with depression and anxiety. And I know there are others that, that, can, that can combat with that every day. And that light uh, that is Christ, since many times they're, it's, it's not that maybe sometimes they're not his, but maybe they forget who they belong to. They forget whose they are. And in those moments, it can be feel like you're being overwhelmed. Yeah. That's why you have to remember that you have to remember Christ because that's how you get through the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. The beautiful thing about the nature of light in and of itself Mm -hmm. is that, uh, light cannot exist. Um, or sorry, I should say darkness can exist where Mm -hmm. light is, you know, where light is present, darkness has to be gone. Yeah. 
And so uh, the invitation of Jesus being the light of the world is one that just in and of itself, by its very nature, mm-hmm. expels darkness in yeah. its entirety. That's great. And, and uh, as many people have tried to quantify uh, the existence of God or darkness, and it's, many times they wind up coming to the resolution that it's, darkness is the absence of Christ. It's the absence of light. Darkness is there only if the light isn't shining. And the Bible tells us uh, in Scripture to let our light so shine before the world. Amen. Yeah. And so by doing that, we allow them to see Christ through us and not us because, you know, we want them to see the one that is the master of the work, not, you know, we are the work. We're we're the ones that he's still working on. Um, But thank you very much again for bringing that to us today. Uh, Beans, anything else? Yes, actually. Um, that <laughs> you have something you'd like to say, don't you? I yes. can tell. I can tell. Thank you, Ron. Um, that also, oh my gosh, makes me think <laughs> of, I think, only light can do that. That's right. That's, mm. that's the quote. Right. Um, it makes me think of that. And it also makes me go back to church, which we've been talking about um, today. And I yeah. know our time's probably almost up, but... Um, yeah, 60 seconds. Okay, 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 okay. Um, and it makes me think of times when I have been going through darkness mm-hmm. and how important it has been for me to not sit in that darkness right. and to surround myself, you know, with people, with encouragement, with light, mm-hmm. um, to, to make myself go to, go to church and be around, be in fellowship and, mm-hmm. and hear the word. And, um, it's important because that's how you drive out that darkness. That is important. And I'm glad you said that because there are many times, those are the times when you're sitting there feeling like you're being overwhelmed with darkness that you don't want to be around other people. Correct. Or you think you don't. And you think, I, I just want to be here by myself and everything. And that's when you're vulnerable. You got to fight that. That's when you need to go the most. Mm-hmm. And where can they go to church on Sunday morning? 409 North Broadway. 409 North Broadway at the Salvation Army Church uh, right here in Knoxville with... Some would call him pastor, but he's the court officer, as just in our vernacular, Sergeant Jeff Clark. Thank you again for the devotion today, sir. Yeah, um, you're welcome. It's great to be uh, on the airwaves with you. <laughs> well, we're going to be back in just a little bit. We do have to go to a break. But when we come back, uh, we are going to learn just a little bit more about the Corps. We're going to learn about Janine's role in the Corps as well, because Sergeant Clark said that she was very valuable oh in the Corps. We want to hear about that. She's a huge part of everything we do here. And so it's uh, and you're going to be blessed to know more about what she does here. All right. All of that when we come back. And we're back with more of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Just want to say thank you again to uh, Sergeant Jeff Clark. He provided us with our weekly devotional in the last segment. And so for those of you that were able to, uh, to join us for that, uh, you were truly blessed. Thank you again. Uh, we had a great discussion about the devotion as well. So good. And then we wound up on the subject of self-care. And uh, self-care is very important. I, for one, like to fish. Uh, Sergeant Clark engages in an activity that some of us might refer to as exercise or torture. (laughs) But it's self-care for him. It's hiking. Yeah, he likes to hike. Getting outdoors, man. We're surrounded by mountains. How could we not enjoy what is happening here? I, I, I agree with you completely. We do have a wonderful area that we live in, perfect for taking very slow paced strolls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> through level ground that's uh <clears throat> to a the local fishing hole anyway so beans 
Yep. I have heard that, you know, actually based on our first segment with Sergeant Clark, he's the core officer and everything, which, which is the church here at the Salvation Army, located at 409 North Broadway, certain uh, Sunday services at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, and then again on Wednesday night, it's, is it six o'clock for Bible study? On Wednesday night? Wednesday night, yes. Yeah. It is our Bible study at 6 p.m. Yes. Okay. And again, find us at 409 North Broadway. If you do have questions about it, you can call at 865-525-9401. You can also find information or even reach out to us on our website, at SalvationArmyKnoxville.org, or you can hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Facebook. Or Insta. Or what? Instagram. Is it that hard to add the other syllable? Instagram. We don't have, we don't have to abbreviate everything. Anyway, so, Beans, I have heard Sorry, we're that on you... Sorry, <laughs> It's gotten cooler now. It's gone down like two degrees. Um, I've heard that you are a vital part of the core slash church here at the Salvation Army, and we know you're a staff member, and you work with uh, with the kids after school program, with the uh, the homework club, uh, and you do a number of other things, women's ministry on Thursday mornings, um, and we know you do that as well. However, most of us wonder to ourselves, what does Janine do? And so I think we need to answer that question. <laughs> we need to answer that question. Not, Sergeant Clark actually gave you, uh, gave you solid props uh, about, you know, the role that you play with the core. And technically, you actually work for the core side or church side of the Salvation Army. So if you wouldn't mind, just kind of give us a lowdown of what that looks like for you, how you and Sergeant Clark work together and so forth. Okay. Well, I do technically, I believe, work for the core. Sometimes I get very confused about my job title is called core ministry associate, which nobody knows what that means. Um, It's like CMA, and it used to be BFI, Blood and Fire Initiative. Nobody, yeah, they come up with these crazy things. That's great. Yeah, it is great. Um, Because I wouldn't have known what that meant. Right, exactly. No, I do. Um, but I just say that I'm Janine. So (laughs) what? That's what you say? Yeah, I'm just Janine. Okay. Um, and I just, uh, I do work with, uh, Sergeant Jeff Mm -hmm. and we, um, like I just help with, uh, women's ministries, like basically what you said. I help on Sundays. I do pickups. Mm I, um, help with the kids. Uh, I just do what. Whatever they need me to do, whatever, whoever needs me to do. Yeah. We, well, we do see you, and you work a lot with Angel Tree as well. And we saw that last year uh, when you were working with Angel Tree. So we know you actually play a very important role with Angel Tree. You do a lot of the organizing. You keep a lot of the records and everything. And be honest, I don't understand all of that. I just know that we give stuff away at Angel Tree, and I helped park people. I would love I to talk that. about Angel Tree for yeah. an entire episode. We can't do that. Okay. However, what we can do, uh, that we'll have to actually, when we get closer to that time of year, we will schedule an episode where that's all we talk about is, is Angel Tree and probably Kettles as well. Okay. Um, but um, but thank you very much for all that you do in the core because I'm familiar with, with Homework Club. We've talked about that before on the show. Um, and if you uh, if if you'd like to help support a program like Homework Club, thing? then you can do that I'm not by going to our website <laughs> at SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. Please go ahead, proceed. Um, yeah, well, Ron will keep talking <laughs> until we're done, and I will. Um, I just wanted to say uh, I do love the core, and I do um, work at the core. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I love the core so much is because I grew up in the core, not this core, um, the Johnson City Salvation Army, right. and I know the impact 
that the Salvation Army can have on children yeah. um, as they grow up in a difficult home, in a difficult mm-hmm. environment. It's so important for them to have a positive community mm-hmm. um, and to see Christ. Um, and, and that's what we do here. We, we can do that, and we do that. And um, we actually, oh, I don't know if you want me to keep going. I have, I was going to tell a story. Why, why are you, to? why are you pausing? Because I've, you were smiling like I need to stop. No, if I need to Green stop, light, I'll interrupt. Janine, just okay, go. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, Sergeant Jeff and I, um, we actually went on a youth trip this past weekend and we took our teens, we took our teens to um, Louisville for a youth retreat. Mm-hmm. And how many did we take? Uh, I think it was eight. 17 of us in total that that went out there. And it was powerful. Um, It was a trip that um, the kids that went, they normally would not be able to um, go on a trip like this, stay at a place like we stayed at, and, you know, just experience things that they experienced on this trip. And that's just the kind of stuff that the Salvation Army does. Uh, And it's it's just powerful stuff. Um, Christ was present through throughout that weekend and um, big things happen mm-hmm. lives were changed yeah no one looks at a child and and uh, thinks that they only deserve so much right every child deserves the world yes and um, uh, unfortunately life circumstances situations just get in the way of that mm-hmm. and uh, God is in the process of making all things new yeah yep that is his promise to us and writing what has been wronged. Yeah. And so we are blessed and, <laughs> and right. Janine really spearheads that. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's talked a lot about what she does, but uh, the, the, the center of it is she has a heart for these children. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an act. It is uh, just uh, the, the tender heart that God has given her mm-hmm. to be able to, see and and it was a part of like she mentioned a part of her testimony someone in her life when she was young saw her cared for her and loved her as a part of the salvation army and god used that um moment that time in her life and she is now that person to lots of young boys and girls at the salvation army program Uh, um and uh uh, helps us. Um, I mean, we're committed to creating a community here or being a part of a community that loves Jesus Christ and is committed to loving each other. The children are a part of that. Our seniors program is a part of that. Our, uh, you know, our, our young people, our men and women, all people are invited to share in uh, the, the uh, uh, just fellowship and community, this body of believers that's happening here in yeah. Knoxville. Yeah. Amen. Our staff, too. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so great about us, I think. Um, yeah. Like, it's not just me. It's not just you. It's not just Ron. It's it's everyone in this building. Yes. Like Janine Benone, the, wa- the, the like, she doesn't know what, because she says that she's, you know, an employee of a core side of yeah. things, which is, you know, there's like our, our facilities. There's a ton of facilities. But the idea is not to make barriers. Exactly. Right. The goal is to break them down mm-hmm. and uh, invite all people that are here. We have a lot of residents that are here. We have a lot of people that are just outside our gates. Yeah. Um, a lot of pe- anyone that is in the community, it's come one, come all. And the yeah. invitation is for beloved community to be part of what Jesus is doing in our lives. Amen. Say you too 
you can yes. have this too. That's right. And I, I, I always, I tell people this coming from a uh, disaster services background and uh, stress management kind of thing. We are, I, I used to say this all the time and, and um, um, we are designed to heal in community. And, and we spoke uh, br- previously about, um, you know, isolating ourselves sometimes. If we feel overwhelmed, if we feel like we're, we're downtrodden, or, we, or if we feel that darkness starting to creep around us, you know, we want to isolate ourselves away from people. And that's actually the time you need most to be around believers, around folks that will cover you with prayer, with fellowship, and will encourage you and uplift you with the word. Um, those are the times you need that the most. And uh, us being created by a heavenly designer to heal in community, we are instructed in Scripture not to neglect the gathering of ourselves together. You know, um, we are told to confess our sins one to another so that we can be healed. And um, and so I think it's important for us to remember that that um, the reason that the Salvation Army exists to begin with was because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so as as a founding part of the Salvation Army today, we are a church. And uh, yes, we provide food and shelter and clothing for people and give them a help to be able to get into their own sustainable home. But that is not the all of it because we do it for one reason, and that's because Jesus Christ makes it possible for us to be there for others. And he will cause you to continue that work that he performs in you as well and be that to someone else, just like Janine is now that person to other children that she saw when she was young. So thank you for all of that. That was pretty awesome. I, I appreciate the, uh, the entire episode today, uh, the devotion. It's all been fantastic. Thank you for sharing from the heart about our core, which is our church. And I got to, Janine always reminds me, I got to keep saying that because many people, I say core and I know what it means, but others don't. Uh, and the truth is I didn't know what it meant before I came here. So, um, so we have to keep reminding people that yes, Yes, we, we provide these services, but we are a church. And if you don't have a place to go to church on Sunday morning, you are welcome here at 409 North Broadway at 11 a.m. Sunday morning or 6 p.m. Wednesday night. We would love to have you. And again, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us by phone, 865-525-9401, and our website at salvationarmyknoxville.org. And you can use those avenues as well if you'd like to give financially. If, if maybe you have a home church, but you're thinking, I really like what the Salvation Army's doing, I'd like to partner with them. We would love to have you come on board. Come alongside us as a financial partner and help us charge hell with a water pistol. You know, that's just, <laughs> that's just the way I feel about it. I'm passionate about what we do, and I love these folks that work in this ministry every single day. Um, so anyway, anybody else have anything they'd like to say before we wrap this up today? Man, just that God would bless you. Yeah, we're grateful that you took the time, yeah. and that uh, may you experience God uh, in uh, the quietness of your devotions and uh, getting outside too. Yeah. So may God bless you wherever you are. Amen. All Amen. right, we'll be back in just a little bit, just to, uh, to wrap things up. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, come on back. We'll be back and wrap this all BRB. up and put a lid on this episode BRB of the Salvation Army's right Behind back. the Shield. Wow in just a few minutes. <laughs> That's right, Beans. We're back. <laughs> See, I think she's ready this time. We actually have a great topic for this last segment. Um, we were just discussing off-air 
uh, food items, one of which, now, as we mentioned in the, in the, the beginning of the show, Sergeant Jeff Clark, he is the core officer or AKA pastor at our core church here at Salvation Army in Knoxville. And he was not born in America. Um, and so what that means is, is there are food items that he was not associated with until he became an American. And that being the case, we mentioned biscuits and gravy. That's right. <laughs> which big, you like. A <laughs> very big fan. Yeah, I didn't have a, a lot of white gravy growing up. Oh, but, uh, man. And so, so mm. yeah, I, I mean, uh, we didn't, uh, I'll, like, uh, a biscuit in general is not really a thing that I uh, <laughs> had. We had English muffins. I, really? Which I really do enjoy as well. But huh. uh, when, I, when I watch, you know, they just split the biscuit in front of you, yeah. and, then, and then they're just pouring the stuff over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're really enjoying yourself with just the oh, description. Oh man, I'm telling but, you. But okay. uh, I never never ex- and so I'm like, well, biscuits you know and what? gravy is something I grew up on. I'm, I'm That's so good. Born and raised in the southeast, I, I, yeah. I grew up on biscuits and gravy. We called them cathead biscuits. Cathead biscuits. They call them that because they're the size of a cat's head. <laughs> and they're and some they're people drop, call them yeah. yeah. Some people biscuits. call them drop biscuits because there's no they don't cut them out. They just drop mm. a lump of dough and they're then so there good. you go. Yeah, but but they crumble really well, mm-hmm. and so you can crumble them up and. Pour the gravy all over them, but um, I want that right now. One of the places that you could go these this, these folks are not a sponsor, but one of the places you can go to get great sausage gravy and biscuits is Hardee's uh, here in the southeast. I was just thinking that. Yes, Hardee's has fantastic sausage gravy and biscuits. So they if you do. have not tried, it's fast food, yes, but they have one of the best gravy and biscuits I've ever had. If you disagree with me, feel free to comment on our social. media. I've never had that before, but oh. now I've got something else. You've got to do it, man. Yeah, yes, you it's, need it's to do very that. Good. So, anyways. There was another food item, one that originated in, well, I don't know if it originated in Canada, but from Canada that Beans actually mentioned. And she pronounced it wrong, which I think is funny. <laughs> but not that I would have done any better. Yeah. But I'm going to let you pronounce it. What What is that? Well, it, see, even they would say I would pronounce it wrong oh. because I have uh, a lot of family from Montreal mm-hmm. or Quebec proper. Yeah. And I, I would just say poutine. Yeah. But they would even go a step further yeah. and say poutine. Oh, that's right. Putin. Yeah. And it's not the Russian president. Uh, no, that just to clarify. Absolutely like not. It is a, uh, uh, like a meal food. Yeah. Uh, French fries, gravy, and uh, cheese curds. Oh my God. So, so good. Oh my God. Heart, atta- heart attack in a bowl. <laughs> that sounds so awesome. But it is fantastic food. Oh, yep. I want poutine. Well, it, you can have it if you live in Maryville. Huh? If you live in Maribel, and guys, whoever whoever she's about to mention, also not a sponsor, but you could be if you sponsor, wanted to be. But uh, bar formerly Barley's, mm-hmm. I believe it's now Blue Tick Tavern. Blue Tick Tavern, yeah. It was not they formerly have gravy Barley's. fries. It was formerly Roy's Record Shop. That's where I bought my first okay, guitar. Okay, but it was also Barley's. I don't think so. Yes, it was. Nah, you crazy? Okay. <laughs> He's trying to make me feel I, crazy. I just no, find it, was it a, amazing that these this good food travels. Oh, but man. yes, they have no. gravy fries, and it's actual fries. Yeah, but do they have cheese curds? With cheese curds it and does. gravy. Yeah, oh, it's, man. it's legit, okay, I guess. Okay. So Blue Tick Tavern, I live in Maryville. So Blue Tick Tavern, gravy, fries, cheese curds, that all sounds like it should be mixed together. That's, that's a wonderful thing. So and good. in Canada, that's called poutine. Uh, poutine. Yeah. Okay. It's probably really uh, good in Canada. And it's probably, I think that would be good just about anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, and you mentioned that it travels. I think that would be good on a picnic. We should probably pick some of that up one day and have a Salvation Army picnic. There you go. Well, I mean, by a lake where we can fish. 
We can uh, do all that stuff. I always uh, think it's interesting when you have people from a lot of different places. And mm-hmm. you can just go and say, what is local to where you are? Yeah. And An bring some day. of that in. Yeah. In, what? An international day. Wow. That's... <clears throat> okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. Okay, well, again, we want to thank our special guest, Sergeant Jeff Clark. Uh, who is uh, the core officer slash yes. pastor here at the uh, at the Salvation Army Knoxville? Again, that's located at four hundred nine North Broadway in Mar. In wow! Mar- not in no, we're in Knoxville. <laughs> four hundred nine North Broadway in Knoxville, Tennessee. Sorry, oh apologies. I'm sorry, guys. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay, so uh, yes, uh, four hundred nine North Broadway. That's on Sunday mornings at eleven a.m. Wednesday nights at six p.m. Um, again, if you have any questions, you can feel free to call us at our main number at 865-525-9401. Hit us up on Facebook or Insta. Graham. Yes. Uh, so yes. And also you can uh, go to our website at salvationarmy.org. So if we do not see you Sunday morning, we will catch you right here at the next episode of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Thank you once again to all of you, and thank you to you all who are out there. Uh, Please, please go out and do the most good that you can to everyone that you meet. Till next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. If you have an idea for a guest or for any questions about the show, reach out to us at ron.day at uss.salvationarmy.org. Or you can visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org forward slash BTS for more information. 